everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to Wellbeing Wednesdays. I am your host, Courtney Weaver. I am also the director of WellWVU here at West Virginia University. It is the second episode of the semester, and so I still don't have a guest, but which is really my fault, because uh, it's, it's been a little hectic, so I haven't had time to bother anyone about it. Um, so I figured that today what I would do is actually go over some of the mental health resources on campus that are available to students. Um, these are all resources that you can find on WVU's Mental Health Hub website, which is just mentalhealth.wvu.edu, and I'll put that uh, web address in the description. So let's take a look at what they have listed on the website and what's available for students at WVU. So when you first go to mentalhealth.wvu.edu, the first thing that you're going to see um, is a way to access counseling services at the Carruth Center. If those of you who are listening are not familiar with the Carruth Center, um, that is our counseling and psychological services center here on campus. Uh, they are on the Evansdale campus in the newly renamed, actually, Student Health Building, and they're on the second floor. Um, the second thing that you'll see on the website as you keep scrolling down are the different ways that you can get help if you're struggling with your mental health or maybe you're just not feeling like yourself. Um, so there are some emergency and urgent care resources. So for example, if you are experiencing um, a life-threatening emergency, you should always call 911. Um, that's going to be your number one step, 911. But they also have some information on Carruth's uh, Urgent Crisis Clinic, which is run Monday through Friday from 9 to 5. Um, also know that the Carruth Center's phone number, which you can find on their website, uh, that is available 24-7. What happens is that after 5 o'clock on weekdays and then all day on the weekends, um, there's an after-hours service that it'll connect you to, but there is always a Carruth counselor on call, so you'll be connected with them if deemed appropriate. Another kind of newish way for WVU students to get help is actually through online therapy because the university's partnered with a, a company called Talkspace, um, which is an online therapy service that connects its users to a dedicated therapist and they use a secure HIPAA compliant platform. So it's, it's legit. That's what the, all that means. Um, what's cool is that WVU has a subscription with Talkspace. So that means that it's available at no cost to WVU students. Um, I believe right now, WVU students, if you use Talkspace, you're entitled to two 30-minute uh, therapy sessions per month, um, which is cool because Talkspace has um, a lot of flexibility in terms of scheduling. So if you need to talk to a therapist maybe outside of normal business hours, uh, generally that isn't an issue. Um, and the thing is, if you use Talkspace, though, Caruth and the university at large, we, we don't know that you've used it. We know how many WVU students have accessed Talkspace, but we don't have a list of, of who specifically is using that service. Now, as you're thinking about Talkspace, you might be asking yourself, well, wait, can I use Talkspace and Caruth Center at the same time? Technically, the answer to that question is yes, but do they recommend it? Absolutely not. Uh, that's That would be like having two primary care physicians at the same time. Uh, it's not a good idea because they might have different treatment philosophies. Uh, you might be, you, they can't communicate with each other. So you just want to use one type of therapy at a time. So if you're using Talkspace, stick with Talkspace. They, your counselor there might recommend that you transition into in-person therapy for a little bit, so you always have that option, um, but you don't want to use them concurrently. 
So now if you're interested in learning more about what the Caruth Center offers, we actually did an episode, it might have been last year, I think, um, with Morgan Sharpless. She's one of the assistant directors up at Caruth, um, and she really gave a a detailed uh, look at what the services that the Caruth Center is able to provide, uh, because there are a lot of misconceptions about um, college counseling centers in general, I would say. Um, So the Caruth Center operates on a short-term counseling model, uh, and that's really the case for most counseling centers um, at, on college campuses, just because in order to offer, you know, continuous therapy for all the students, we'd need just an obscene number of counselors. And I don't even know if there would be enough counselors within the state of West Virginia to offer that. Um, and so that's why if a student is in need of longer term care or psychiatric care, they'll get referred out to something like Healthy Minds University or another provider within the Morgantown community. But in addition to, you know, individual short-term counseling, um, they also do um, things like counseling groups. And so there are groups with different topics, like for the LGBTQ community or for survivors of sexual violence. Um, so those are groups that you actually have to be placed into by one of the therapists here. Um, but then they also do more like informal workshops. So they might do like anxiety 101 and anyone can show up to, to those kind of workshops. So you don't necessarily need to be a client in order to take advantage of that service. I don't really want to go too deep into Caruth services just because um, no one from Caruth is with me right now. And I don't want to, I want to make sure everything I provide is accurate. But also, we did do a whole episode on the services that they offer. Plus, you can go and check out their website, which is just caruth.wvu.edu. We will definitely link to that uh, in the description of this podcast as well. So I encourage you all to go and take a look. You can also find the link to the Caruth website, obviously, on the Mental Health Hub website as well. One of the advantages of the Mental Health Hub website is that they do have a lot of self-help sort of resources for students to take advantage of. Um, so not only do they have information on Talkspace and the Caruth Center, but they also have links to self-screening tools, which are mental health screenings uh, that students can take. Uh, and that's through a partnership with the Center for Collegiate Mental Health. There's also more information on something called Cognito. Uh, you might have heard of this throughout Welcome Week. We were trying to to encourage students to complete the training. The best way that I can describe it is a bystander intervention training for mental health. Uh, Sometimes when we think about bystander intervention, we're only thinking about like sexual violence or maybe like substance use. Um, But the Cognito training is a really cool kind of simulation where it's if you're familiar, I'm dating myself here, but um, like if you've ever seen those choose your own adventure type of stories, it's it's kind of similar to that. So it's a simulation where you walk through with a friend um, at, in three different ways um, as they're experiencing some distress with their mental health. And so you learn more about the resources that are available and how to talk to someone who might be experiencing um, significant levels of mental health distress. Uh, and also, if you complete the training, which you can do, might I add, on your phone, a tablet, or your PC, you can actually get an hour of service through iServe. Uh, and so there's more information, obviously, on the mental health website, but also on Caruth's website, too. 
So another cool aspect of the mental health website is the what to do if page. Uh, and so basically, it's a way for you to ask certain questions and then find the solutions that you might need. So one of the questions is, I'm struggling in class and not sure where to get help. Uh, and so what should I do? And so um, it kind of leads you through some of the solutions that could help. So exa for example, you know, asking for help, going directly to your instructor or your academic advisor and let them know you're struggling. Um, I think that's important because sometimes students are really scared to talk to their professor because they, they think they're very intimidating, but generally professors want you to succeed too. And so if you are having a hard time, um, even if it's just through email, reach out and say, hey, I'm struggling. Is there something I can do? Um, like, is there extra tutoring? Or should I come to your office hours to discuss maybe some of the issues that you're having and, and getting a little bit more help? Um, you also could try, you know, going to the tutoring center or scheduling an appointment with a success coach. Um, or again, like if you need even extra support, obviously they talk about the resources that are available at the Carew Center. So they go through all these different scenarios and sort of lay out all the different ways that you can get help, which I think is very useful uh, just because sometimes you don't know about all the different options. And uh, there are like so many different ways that you can help yourself, but also ask someone else for help. So it's pretty cool. So outside of campus resources, there are other ones too. So you might have heard of the Crisis Text Line. That's actually a national service. But again, kind of like with Talkspace, WVU does have a subscription to that. So if you text WVU to 741741, um, a crisis counselor will get in touch with you. It's not really immediate, um, but usually within like five to 20 minutes, someone will get back to you. But again, that is not someone at the Carruth Center. That is uh, someone who works for the National Crisis Text Line. Um, but then there's also, well, technically this actually changed its name. So it's no longer the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. It is the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Um, and they actually changed their phone number. So instead of the longer 800 number that you've probably seen uh, in many different places, all you have to do now if you want to reach that lifeline is dial 988. That's it, 988. Now, if you have like that 1-800 number saved in your phone or something like that, don't worry. You can still call that number. It will still connect you. That's not a problem. Um, but if you obviously, if you don't have that on hand, 988 is a much easier number to remember. Uh, and the same thing that also goes for the veterans crisis text or crisis line. So you would dial 98 and then you would press one, uh, which is really easy again to remember. There are also other national services like the Trevor Project, which is for LGBTQ plus uh, folks. There's also the Trans Lifeline, which again is specifically for the transgender population. Um, they also have information on the mental health website about the Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network, or RAIN. Um, and all these national resources are available 24-7. So it's important to note those uh, numbers just in case you ever have need of them. So while the mental health website has a lot of information for students, there's also some great information for our faculty and staff. Um, so if faculty and staff are struggling themselves, there are some resources like the Faculty Staff Assistance Program. Uh, and so that can connect you with some mental health care providers um, here in Morgantown, which is really helpful. Um, and then in addition, they have a list of several other like local and statewide resources. And then another resource for faculty and staff is actually some information about how to just better support our students. Um, because I think it's 
faculty and staff are often that first, I don't want to say first responder, but it's that, that first person that might notice, you know, if there is an issue and being able to correctly refer someone to a service that they need is a really underappreciated skill. Um, and so if you are a faculty or staff member and you're not familiar with, you know, all the different resources that are available for students on campus, I recommend that you go to mentalhealth.wv.edu, take a look at all the different things that you um, that are available for students on campus so that you can better familiarize yourself and so you can better support our students. All right. Well, hopefully you, en- hopefully you enjoyed that uh, nice 12-minute tour of the mental health website. Uh, I think it's actually a really great resource. Um, I was really excited when they- it was put together. Uh, it's very helpful. So um, make sure you check it out. Again, I'll put that full link in the description of the podcast. Uh, but I appreciate all of your time and attention, and we will catch you next time on Wellbeing Wednesdays.